Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. But we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. I am asking your help in the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. Confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. Welcome to another episode of Humanity Awaken Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Bolin, and with me as always, my co-host, Phil McNamara. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. And uh, we are ready for 2017, which is the year of the rooster, apparently, which is a sign of dawn and awakening. And I do think that this will be the year of mass awakening, as it's already happening. We have the... The disclosures of Pizzagate going on right now. Right. And for some people hearing about that for the first time is basically, um, well, from the WikiLeak, uh, the DNC leak, uh, WikiLeak emails that uh, were taken from John Podesta's uh, emails that got hacked, which was uh, John Podesta, for people who don't know, uh, used to be the uh, uh, former chief of staff of uh, Bill Clinton when he was in uh, office. And uh, I believe he was the campaign, Hillary's campaign manager. Yeah, Is that right. Was, yeah, I believe he was. He had some kind of uh, involvement with that. In her. And uh, so he's been involved with the DNC in this uh, current election cycle and uh, got some pretty interesting uh, emails to sort through. And uh, some of the things that came up were keywords that related to uh, Pizzagate, which pizza is code for pedophile. And uh, the FBI actually did a complete extensive. Uh, run through on what all the code words having to do with this pedophile ring were in uh, 2007 and uh, in these documents there are over thousands of different code words relating back to pedophilia in um, sent to a lot of different people in the DNC and this is very highly incriminating and the FBI actually had a uh, this completely worked out, like all the different code words, and some of the code words had to do with food, like pizza, spaghetti, uh, pizza, pasta, cheese, sauces, and un 
food-related uh, food related context. And these words happened in con uh, context in these emails over a thousand times, like I said. And uh, it's very suspicious, you know. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of things that are going on with this. I hate, I hate the term Pizzagate because it negates the severity of what's really happening. And what we're talking about is a... That's the point, a, though. Yeah. What we're talking about here is a massive worldwide pedophile ring that goes to the highest levels of power in several countries, especially this one. Mm -hmm. And it includes um, people that you know very, very well. Uh, your names, names I will not, you know, you know who they are. Um, presidential candidates and, and, and things like that. And the, and the problem is, here's something that most people don't know. 800,000 children go missing every year. Let me say that again. 800,000 children go missing every year. Where are they going? They don't just disappear off the planet, although that is possible, but they're being used as sex slaves. And the reason why they're being used as sex slaves is because the energy of a child is pure and innocent, and the people that deal with this Luciferian... Um, louche. louche. The louche, and what louche is is the energy that's created from fear. There, everything is energy and it's something and that can be harvested can be harvested and what greater place to create loose than from the terror of a child and ducktail off that uh, interesting revelation that I actually heard with exactly what you're talking about uh, from uh, Max Spears who um, if anybody doesn't know who he is type his name into YouTube um, he's had involvement at the highest levels with you know, dealing with some of these Illuminati people, these people practicing black magic, and, um, you know, he's part of the whole, uh, a lot of people coming forward uh, claiming to be super soldiers, and this is a very detailed topic, and this is what, not actually what we're talking about tonight, but I find a lot of credibility in his testimony, and something that he said that I found very interesting was that every person that gets into the family, the Illuminati families, have to go through something where they are raped as a child before the age of two and this energy has to be released for them to be welcomed into the club wow i did not know that i'd actually. never heard that before That's and horrific. it actually yeah and it actually hit me on an intuitional level where i just kind of it just felt right you know like when you hear information you just hear something and it's just, that, that feels right it like has that ripple effect where vibrationally you know that there's some truth to that and he went into deep, deeper detail with it, and basically, when you do that, you activate the kundalini energy. Wow. Yeah, in, in a negative way. Well, I actually, I did not know that either. That's, that's a, pretty that's powerful stuff. powerful and horrible. Yeah, e I mean, equally. And I know that what we're talking about here is really horrific, and we're talking about child rape, and we're talking about, you know, people being abused ritually for many, many years, and what that does to you. And there are a lot of people that are walking around in this world right now, and maybe some of you who are listening to this podcast who have been experiencing this or have experienced this. And if they and if you have, we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, you can you can um, private message us on our on our Facebook page or whatever you you know, and that that's fine. Um, it, it's it's, when I first heard about this was many, many years ago, and, and, and the first time I heard it, I, my, my cognitive dissonance set in, and I refused to accept it because I just, the idea that, that 
grown men and women would take a child and do the horrendous things to them that they do was just beyond my understanding at the time. And I was, it's taken many years for me to understand the nature of why this is happening and why it's on such a global scale and why there are people that are in the top echelons of power that use this as a, a way to create um, energy for themselves. There's a dark agenda behind all of this and, and what it is, the way I would describe it is that, okay, if you saw the movie Avatar, you saw a um, a movie in which the the human beings landed on this planet full of very peaceful, loving creatures and disguised themselves as these creatures and went into their world and 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 interacted with them. What I'm saying is that that is what's happening in our on our planet, and it's happening with the with the the Draco race. And the way that they get fed, the way that they live, is through the the loose system. They get they derive their energy and power from this fear and intimidation and terror. And nothing, as we all know from our world right now, there is nothing going on except terror and fear, and it's being instilled into everybody. And 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 you can't trust anybody. And they're you know. Here come the Russians, and here come these and this, and the, you know we just had this incident down in Fort Lauderdale with the shooting, and it's just every day it's something else. But that's one layer of something uh, on even multiple smaller levels that make up a bigger pie. Right. I mean that's the uh, the bigger you know the Draco overlords controlling the. Uh, the humans that have tro- chosen the left-hand path, you know, and like something that you were saying is that like they do this to for power, and there's an actual energy exchange that occurs. Correct. And my cognitive dissonance always used to set in with these kind of subjects as well. And it wasn't until I linked the black magic element of this where things began to make sense. Because at a certain level, wealth isn't enough for the sociopath or the psychopath. Right. Power is what they're going after but at some level that's not enough what is true power you know and these people are getting to a point where they're born to these families where learning black magic and practicing rituals is very much a part of regular life you know this is what these mystery religions you know are kind of like all about you know david ike talks a lot about the mystery schools you know and they're born into this and this is regular this is regular everyday thing for them and it goes pat like we don't understand it on a human level because we have a conscious yeah and we want to believe that everything is right and good and just in the world i grew up very optimistic and i still am you know and like i want i believed in the golden rule if i treat others well other others should treat me well and with these people they do not operate on that level right the um the the thing that you know that that I found out through my years of, and I've been researching some of this for you know over twenty years. And the thing that I've I've figured out at this point is that you know these families, these groups of people are at this point in our society falling apart. It's come to an end, and they're still throwing mud, you know, at the wall, hoping something's going to stick. Um, and there's been sort of a, um, a shift in consciousness on the planet. 
And that's part of the reason why everything feels like it's in chaos. This is just something that I'm going to throw out there. I think that something happened um, after 9-11 or during 9-11 that shifted us onto a different timeline. <clears throat> I do believe that we, that because ever since 9-11's happened, I have felt as though I'm watching a movie. Like it's not, I'm not really in my life. It's like, it's like my life is happening and the things that are happening around me are happening, but I'm not involved. And it feels like it just, it, nothing feels right. Like it just feels off. And I know I'm not the first person to talk about this. And I know that I've met several of my friends who have stated the same thing. And I think that there's an intuitive sense that something has shifted. And right now, you know, there's a lot of chaos in the world. Nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody knows who to believe. Nobody, you know, everybody's blaming everybody. There's finger pointing going on every direction. And it's confusing and it's terrifying. And most people are just shutting down. I think the interesting thing that you said that came to mind is that you're describing it. It seems like a movie. It's almost like consciousness hacking. Yes. Co-creative consciousness yes. hacking. And that's, that's exactly, exactly what, what like. happened on 9-11. And I think that's why that shift occurred in that way. Because these uh, uh, black magic followers, that people that practice this, you know, they, that, that's what they do. And also, too, the, on the bigger level with the Draco, they do not have the power of co-creative consciousness. So they need to hijack it so that their agenda can be followed through. Right. And we have, like, you know, elements of of things uh, happening before 9-11 that are they just coincidence that they're in movies like The Simpsons? Are they, is it coincidence that, you know, there's uh, evidence of 9-11 and Back to the Future? Of, right. um, something that I found recently that just blew my mind was in The Matrix, there's that scene where Neo is getting interrogated by the agents and they pick up his passport and look at it and the expiration date of his passport is 9-11-2001. I mean, oh. yeah, there's, and you can see images of that on, on Google. I looked it up the other day. Wow. And I mean, there's, there's other people who have done deeper research into this whole thing, but right. it, these things aren't coincidence. Like, okay, here's the prob possibility that we're looking at two different uh, factions and it could actually be both. These, these beings, these, 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 uh, negative energy, uh, co-creative consciousness harvesters need to put this out into what better form than the mainstream media. And then also to, uh, mainly uh, TV and film right. and music possibly even too before something happens so that our creative consciousness can get a hold of it to manifest this reality right. that they want to see so that they can harvest the fear as a result of it and then um, do uh, the Hegelian dialectic right after to feed off that even more which is problem reaction solution so this is a year uh, not just a year or a day or a month long plan this is a, a long long plan right. that can be continuously harvested off of and and it's also be and and this is this is true because I mean the, these Draco beings apparently live extremely long lives, and so you know if that's the case then they've been harvesting this this energy for for decades and hundreds of years maybe even, and they may be the same ones and they just keep reinventing the same scenario but through a different media. So like now we're we're dealing with the quote-unquote Russian hacking, which is just, you know, just a bunch of hooey. And there's, you know, and then there's 
you know, that we have Pizzagate, we have the whole, you know, who's going to, you know, what's going to happen, you know, with our new administration, what's going to happen with the world, who are we going to go to war, what's going to, there's all this underlying fear and these beings are feeding off of it. It's not, it sounded, I mean, when I first heard about this, which was maybe seven or eight years ago, I'd heard um, David Wilcott talk about the idea of, of Lush. I didn't know what it, what it, it was just stunning to me. Like, I, I was just, I was like, oh my God, the, the, that's even way past what I can accept. But I've come to accept it over the course of the last, you know, few years. And, and also, you know, there is definitely a Star Warsian star type war go, going on. There is an alliance and there is a, really an empire. The, and not everybody in the illuminated, fam, illuminated families are bad. So I'm going to put that out there. There are a lot of them that are actually light workers, but they're stuck in this in this horrible situation where they can't get out of their families. There are a lot of people that are in the you know that are on the alliance side that are not necessarily good. There's a lot of of gray area, and that's the area that chaos is formed in. Is in the gray, because we don't know who's working for who, and that's frightening, because we don't know where this is actually headed. And there's there's many different you know stories coming out about where we're we're going, what's supposed to be happening, why people got elected, why people didn't get elected, why it uh, it all stopped. Um, I mean, Hillary Clinton was basically given the go-ahead to become president. It was her baby. And she lost it. This disrupted the negative side because that's the people that were putting her in power. Whether or not we were going to have a war as a result of it, it seems pretty clear. I don't think we are now. I just don't. I don't get that sense. I get that sense that the that what we're I seeing. I had that sense a couple of weeks ago. And you were right. And 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 the, and the, what I'm getting the sense of now. And regardless of what you think of Donald Trump or not, I'm not trying to say one thing or the other. I, I'm not getting political here. What I'm saying is, the result of this election may or may not have transformed the world in a way that we have not seen yet, and it feels like it's completely insane. But it may not be. Something that I wanted to bring up about that is that um, I think the something that very much interested me was seeing how people reacted after Hillary lost, the Hillary supporters, yeah. and the way people came together. I'm not endorsing Hillary here by any means. Like right. I'm not necessarily a fan of Hillary or Donald Trump. But I did think it was quite incredible to see how people came together and rallied because they truly cared. Like, especially people from my generation, that blew me away. Yeah. You know, there's people in their 20s, like, going to the protests. And even my sister, you know, I was actually really proud of her. Yeah. Like, she went and joined those protests, and, like, that blew my mind. And it's, like, people came together because they gave a shit. Right. Whether it was for the right reasons at the end of the day or not, or whether they know who Hillary really is, which I don't think is entirely good at the end of the day. And um, these like yeah. WikiLeak emails kind of prove that there's some involvement there. Yeah. But besides the point for what I'm trying to say right now, 
this is the biggest gathering I think of a protest of for what people really want since maybe even the Vietnam War. Yeah. And, and, I, and in I, this world of Facebook and social media, it's truly incredible that people actually took to the streets rather than just did a post about it. And right. that shows that we are waking up, yeah. you know, no matter what. And I think it might backlash because if more stuff comes out with the WikiLeaks emails, the Hillary supporters are going to be really pissed because yeah. they're going to see that she probably wasn't actually about all those issues she went behind when it was just a political ruse, I think, to really get... So people didn't choose the Donald. Right. And... You know, and rem- and remember that both the, all of these people are very close friends. The Trumps and the Clintons have been friends for t- thirty years, so I can imagine. And I know this is silly, but I can imagine a little Skype conversation on their phone right before they went to bed, where they went, "Did you hear what I said? Did you see what I did? Oh my God!" You know, it's like that. I feel like we've been played. Um. I am. I am. A, I am an anarchist by trade, so I just don't believe that I need to be ruled by anyone. I can take care of my own business, and most people in the government have no idea who I am, although they probably do now because I have this podcast, but I don't care. But the... the we were on this way before that. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm, I'm honored. So, <laughs> hi, everyone that isn't, you know, our listeners that are trying to find out what we're talking about. Hi. But the point is, is that in order for us to move forward as a race of people, and we really do need to move forward as a race of people because we are not just, it, we're not black people and white people and Muslims and Jews and all these things. These are all things that we are, you know, compartmentally, but fundamentally, we are human beings. Mm, I kind of wanted to say it together with you. I don't know if you're going to say those words, but let's just say it together. Okay. One, one okay. two, three. Human, human beings. beings. We're human beings, people. Right. This division that plays out has been what's keeping us ruled for the last couple hundred right. years, if not thousands of years. Right. And all this little things and like, oh, my sport team, your sport team, this and that, this and that, race, everything else. Like, you're on her side. I'm with her. I'm with him. Whatever the shit. I don't care. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's all... You're all being played. If you're, if you're, you know, like a if you're, violin. And like, we got to get honest with ourselves about that and like suck it up. And uh, realize that we've all been played, mm-hmm. you know, and we're not going to come out of this until we start to realize that. And if you're listening to this podcast, I think you're starting to understand that we've been played and you don't want to be played anymore. And I salute you for having the courage to listen this far into the podcast because we've right. taken, we talked about a lot of controversial things already. And I'm okay with that. You know? I am too. And I mean, this is like, uh, I, I've said this a lot on um, different podcasts that we've done. It's like, I am a truth seeker whatever the end goal of that truth is right i don't want to settle for what i my mind says is okay my mind is not finite you know what i mean it's like i i'm in this for the long haul i'm not gonna just stick at one thing and be like okay that's the truth done end of story done with that yeah i want the the truth you know and i think this is a good time to kind of steer the conversation which is clearly becoming uh co-creative consciousness I think that's kind of the bigger topic that we're kind of talking about here. And like we spent a lot of time talking about the negative side of this. But I think the bigger we all have a responsibility if we're starting to wake up to learning that we've been played on how to steer this around and that our co-creative consciousness as an individual can have a bigger effect in the attraction rather than promotion type of way of 
the bigger world as a whole. And it is our responsibility to start to understand this and to resonate this on a spiritual level, not preaching on a hilltop right? and shouting down to everyone about how we need to do this or that or vote for him or vote for her or any of this type of stuff. It's getting down to brass tacks of our positive co-creation, uh, co-creative consciousness, and also alleviating karma. And uh, here's a little something that I wrote of some footnotes. Uh, this is a, a little bit of stuff that I believe intuitionally from my research I've done, and this is also some footnotes to uh, some stuff from the law of one that uh, David Wilcock has researched and a little bit too of um, what he's talked about in the synchronicity key. And I think this is very crucial to understanding how to go within. We hear people talking about this a lot and not really knowing what that means. But the answers are within our heart. You know, I think we go out and research a lot and that's good. We need to do that to open our minds. For the same time to have that understanding of discernment and listening to our intuition of what is right and wrong is very important. And this is uh, another way to get deeper into doing that. Okay, so this is called Understanding the Alleviation of Karma. Karma is not just reaping what you sow in regards to how you treat other people. It also has to do with how you love and treat yourself. Through the process of understanding, acceptance, and forgiveness, one can stop negative patterns. These patterns may have a lot to do with past incarnation patterns. And that may be why they are still possibly happening now. Sometimes for seemingly no reason at all. There lies the possibility that these negative behaviors are carried over from past life behavior. Thus, one who has set in motion an action may forgive oneself and never again make that error. This also breaks or stops the karmic cycle. I've had many events like this in my life that I've had to really take that stand for myself and stop that karmic cycle in my life. And I think that you know a couple of things that I'm talking about, Phil. Oh yeah, yeah I do. And, I, and, I, and as well, I have. And um, I'm a very big believer in karma. I really, you know, we live in a world where we want to be revengeful when somebody hurts us or harms us, but I truly believe that if you just get out of the way, that their own, I heard this, ironically, in the reboot of the um, of the of Dallas, the television show, and it's something that um, if you're familiar with the show, um, there's a character named J.R. Ewing who's the villain in the show, who isn't really a villain after all. He's just sort of, I mean, he is, but he's but he's he says something when he's trying to um, to deal with his rival, which is a character named Cliff Barnes, and they've been at each other's throats for their entire lives, and it's just been this big disaster. He says the sentence, let him be the architect of his own disaster. I found that really powerful because what that really says is, I don't have to do anything to make something happen to somebody else. They will do it to themselves. And I need to be out of the way because if I involve myself in that, then it messes with my <coughs> karma. And I do believe that, that I've seen too many things. Like I've seen a lot of stuff happen to Brian. I've seen a lot of stuff happen to myself in my life where I'm like, that, I just changed something. I just changed a trajectory that I didn't even know I was on, but here it is, I'm changing it. And, 
you know, I, I know we, we were, one of the other things we were talking about was the law of one, and I know a lot of our listeners may not be familiar with that, so let me give you a brief um, overview of what that is. In, um, in 19, between 1981 and 1984, there were, th- there were five books that were channeled um, through um, the, recep- the recipient. Her name was Carol, Carla Ruckert. And um, Don Elkins and Jim McCarthy were Rick McCarty were the uh, the two researchers, and what they did is they they put her in a trance, and a care and, and a person um, who identified himself as Ra came through and 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 channeled just volumes of material. And if you go on the internet, even if you go on, on YouTube, and you type in Law of One material, there will be a there's I think it's a hundred videos. Of all of the of the of the material that has been um, channeled through these people, David Wilcock talks about it pretty extensively in his books and in his lectures, and it's something that he deeply believes in. I've read all the material myself. I listened to the to the um, the YouTube um, videos. One of the, the the strange things that's been going on is if you're watching the com- uh, Cosmic Disclosure uh, uh, shows on Gaia TV, you find out that um, there is the there are these giant blue spheres that have been um, in our solar system now for about twelve years, um, and they contain th- five alien races, um, one of which has identified themselves as the blue A- blue avians. <coughs> They are eight foot tall, um, blue, uh, and they have avian features. They look like birds. They have um, uh, blue feathers. Humanoid bodies with humanoid bird bo- heads. with bird heads, which may sound familiar to you if you're a, yeah. if you're a fan of Egyptology. Well, it turns out that these beings are in fact the Ra that are being spoken about in the Law of One. They 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 in Egypt them, times and. and they are the Ra that created the Egyptian culture. Um, they've come to this planet several times in its distant past. Um, each time they've been made into a religion, and so they've gone away, and they really don't want a religion built up around them because that defeats the purpose of their visit. They're here as guardians. They are the guardians of our race. They're here to help us with this ascension, with this co-creative world that we're now in the process of creating. And even though it sounds and feels like everything's in complete and utter chaos, it isn't. Things aren't necessarily falling apart, they're falling together. Hmm. And it's well taken said. yeah, and it's taken me a long time to piece that together because if you know, if you go on my personal Facebook page, um, you'll see some pretty hard rants about some of the stuff that's going on in the world. But the reality of it is, is that I know fundamentally that we're going to be okay. The world is not going to fall apart. We're not going to blow ourselves up. It's going to be okay. If we didn't have the schism of Trump versus Hillary, I don't think, to be honest, that things would be falling into place like you're talking about. Right. That created a huge schism in this world that allowed people to wake up and want to become involved, at least in this area, um, in a way that I haven't seen in my lifetime. Yeah, and I haven't seen in mine. And, and... Because I was a little bit too young for the Vietnam thing, but I was um, I was alive during it. But it, you know, there definitely is um, there is something happening, and I can see it, and I can feel the energy. I see people, you know, people are engaged 
you know, even though most people are, it looks like they're talking on, you know, just looking, staring at their phones, but they're looking at things, they're researching things, they're looking up stuff, they're on Facebook, they're on Twitter, they're on um, Instagram, and they're looking at all of this information that's being passed through. It's like if I sit on my Facebook all day, I learn a great deal about my friends and how they think. And I've noticed that a lot of people, people that I did not know were... I'll say the word illuminated, that the people that are starting to wake up, people that are starting that happened to... happened to me today. Yeah. Yeah. You look at somebody and you never thought that they would think this way. I've gotten um, private messages from friends of mine that are very arch conservative, that, I've, that have read, my, that, are, that are, you know, lurking on my page, reading some of my stuff, listening to our podcast, and they're getting information that they did not have before, and they're starting to look into it, and they're like, oh my God. The world that I live in is not the world that exists. I said it does if you are if you live in a in a small matrixy, um, you know, if your idea of entertainment is what what are the Kardashians doing this week or what are you know what's what's the latest tabloid scandal, you know, if you're looking at things like that and your life is really small and you want to feel safe, um, that's, that's why they were impl- implemented though in the yeah. first place. It's, a, it's false security. It's false safeness. It doesn't exist. I've been ch- chasing it all my life, and it doesn't exist. You live on the edge. You live on the bleeding edge all the time. You're always walking the line. My, 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 my best friend says to me all the time, you're walking the line of possibility all the time. And, you know, and that's where we're, that's where we're at right now. So... The negativity and all of the darkness that you're seeing is just the cabal, is just the darkness fighting back against inevitable defeat. Something interesting about what you just said is that David Wilcock talks about this in the synchronicity key, is that the darkness of the cabal on the bigger stage of spirituality is really just the darkness within ourselves that needs to be right, brought to light. Right. And I thought that was so interesting because uh, he bases a lot of what's going on right now based off of the hero's journey. Right. And it, it's when you look at it like that, it gave me a whole new outlook on how to approach this. And ever since then, I when I think about them, I don't necessarily always think in love and, and hatred and fear and, you know, they need to be killed or whatever, you know. It's like more of like a um I I pray that they find love and light. You know what I'm saying? It's like I've actually prayed for them to find love and light because if we feed into that fate, that fear and hate, that we're just falling into what they want, so they can be harnessed and harvested. I have to admit that I'm having challenges with that. <laughs> um, I'm it's having, hard to do, but that's really exactly going and back to the law of one and what Ra's message is. Right in the law of one, it's to find forgiveness within ourselves, forgiveness with others. So that we can practice love and acceptance and uh, reunite with group harmony. Sounds a little like kumbaya-ish, but on a bigger level from within ourselves, it has to do with a planetary level as well. Because our co-creative consciousness affects our planetary's vibration a whole hell of a lot. Right. And then on a bigger level, on a cosmos level as well, it's like that same uh, thing is like looking at it as, as above, so below. Right. And, and, you know, and I'm just going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And let's just pretend for a second that I'm an, um, an advanced extraterrestrial race that's living possibly right in our own solar system. 
and I see the human race getting ready to come out into space in its current state. Um, as a race of people, I'm scared of that because we're not there yet. We're close, but we're not there yet. And I think that a lot of the extraterrestrial races that exist out there have transcended this need for um, nationalism and we're this or we're that or you know it's and maybe a lot of the of the races are all one race and they all live on the same planet so they all look alike this happens to be a planet in which we're a hodgepodge of different things and so it's much more difficult for us to come together as one race when you see people who look different than you do it doesn't matter what color their skin is it doesn't matter who they lay in bed with it doesn't matter what sex they are we're all genetically the same that's the thing that people have to understand. In order for us to come together as a race of people, we have to remember that we are genetically identical. You cannot tell with maybe a few minute differences that you would have to know what they are and even know what you were looking at, what, where somebody is from. We're all genetically the same. So that being the case, we have to start thinking that way. It doesn't matter what part of the planet you grew up on, what part of the planet you la your, your DNA happened to land on. We're all part of the same thing. And the only way, because if, if we go into the galactic universe and the condition we're in right now, we're going to get slaughtered. We're just going to get slaughtered because the, the beings that are out there, now just imagine a race of beings that's only two or 300 years ahead of us. Think about where we were 200 years, 300 years ago. 500 years ago, a thousand years ago, where were we as a race of people, you know, socially? These people are the ones that are out there. We're not going to be, we may not be meeting beings that are millions of years and more advanced than we are because they've transcended past the need for a human, for a, for a humanoid body or they can come in and out as they choose. But we're looking at, and the reason why I'm talking about this is so that I can get, a, I can give you a context of what it is that we need to do as a race of people in order to start to co-create a world in which these people want to interact with us. Here's something very interesting about what Phil's saying. He's hitting it on the head right now because guess what? All the insiders who have intel into the secret space program are saying, they're saying the same exact thing. They're saying the same exact thing that like right now we need to be focusing on co-creative consciousness this isn't just something that we're talking about because it's like kumbaya you know it's it's a very serious thing and one of the reasons and i've heard this from multiple uh whistleblowers is that i've been involved in the secret space program is that the reason why we're so special and i hear people ask that all the time why are they visiting us why are we so special well apparently we're one of the few beings in uh, the universe that have the ability to co-create like we were saying the draco do not have the ability to do that that's why they need to hijack it and manipulate it right and uh we also have the ability to manifest i guess that if you think about it, that's technically what co-creation co-creative consciousness is but we're told at a young age no you don't have that ability you can't right. do that you can't manifest it's like and magic's not real you know, and like we're conditioned to these things to believe that. But even if we believe it, 
there's still some subconscious level of us being able to tap into it unknowingly. So that's how powerful this energy really is. Right. And it's one of the reasons why the the cabal or the empire or whatever you want to call them <laughs> um, keep it from us. Because once we discover our ability to do this, they're done because they don't have anything to stand. They have nothing. They have 100%. nothing. It's absolute and utter failure because now you have an, an illuminated group of human beings who understand their own power and can live with it and don't require a government to take care of them and don't require um, medical issues to be resolved through pills and don't require money and don't require, you know, all of the trappings of this world that make it feel like we're safe, but we're not. You won't need a job. Why would you want a job when you can when you can create energy and learn how to fly around the universe in your own under your own power? You know, if you don't know what that is, look up the Merkaba. Um, it's something that you know. It's an energy form that all human beings and all living beings have. And once activated, it can act as a teleportation device. Once activated, it can act as a medical bay. It can do a million different things that you no longer require all of the things in the world. And they've been keeping this a secret so that you don't use it or learn how to use it. There are people out there that know how to, how to teach you. Um, I always go back to my one of my teachers is a, a man by the name of Drunvalo Melchizedek, and he wrote a book called Awakening the Illuminated Heart. And once you find out what that, that your heart is the key to all of that, it's not your brain, it's your heart. You illuminate your heart. You wake mm -hmm. up through your, your the Merkaba is, is, is activated through the heart. Ooh, something interesting about the heart right now that uh, something that Max Spears has said is uh, that something that the Draco do when they go and try to control other solar systems and planets is they have to attack the heart and this is a truly as above so below or so below as above type of situation he said according according to max spears who is now dead actually by the way he was only speaking for about two years and got taken out so if you guys are wondering who this is go look him up on youtube right now you can pause this podcast. I don't care. This is something that, like, you know, you guys need to go look at. But he talks about how the Earth is the heart in the chakra of our solar system. Yep. Have you heard that before? I have, actually. I, well, I had never heard that. And that just, like, profoundly blew me away. And he said all this stuff is to do is, like, they have to attack it on a spiritual level and they have to attack the heart. And right. I just thought that that was just so powerful. And it it has a lot, draws a lot of um, connections to what you were just talking about. Right. And, um, you know, so, so what do we do? Like, how do we make this happen as a group of people? Um, first of all, we have to start doing the research to find out exactly what it is that's happened to us. On that level, with just within the last month or two, I've done so much more research than I ever had. And there's a little fear in going into some of these heavy things like Pizzagate. And I got to say, after looking into it, coming out of it, I felt a soul healing and a soul cleansing because it was so intense. Like when I learned about the Pizzagate stuff, I literally like my, I felt my heart weeping 
for these children. Like, I've never really felt that kind of compassion in my life before on such a profound level where I was just bawling learning about this because it's so horrendous and it's very real and it's been going on and uh, the people at the highest levels engage in, with and have been engaging in this for a long time under our noses and it's thank god it's finally starting to be brought to light hopefully if it doesn't get shut down but um with all this fake news crap but uh this uh i i don't know what it is but learning about this stuff and really diving deep and not having fear with it and coming out the other side I felt my soul lighter, you know, I felt my heart get lighter, my energy, and I've had way more serenity in my day, actually, because it's like my my soul reawakening to this information. It's like I said in a previous podcast, it's like, this is all stuff that we've known, uh, possibly in other uh, lifetimes or timelines, and we're just re-remembering it. Right. Everything is, um, is re-remembering, and something you touched on that I'm going to go into really quickly, and I'm just I'm gonna I'm, it's a rant, so please just bear with me. The fake news thing. Let's let's get this straight. What this really is is this is an this is an attempt by the by factions within our government and other governments to create distrust of alternative media. Mm. There are a lot of sites out there that have put up rather fantastic things that may or may not be true and they're being touted as fake news fake news was designed because the people that were affected by that were people like oh i don't know hillary clinton who were you know this pizzagate um thing came out fake news came out right after the pizza right after the pizza started to come to light like hello there's this yeah right surprise there so problem reaction solution once again and this is another way of stopping the internet kill switch so that they don't have to. Right. Which is actually very clever of them to do it this way. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where this goes. I'm hoping that, it's, that, it, that people put the kibosh on it. And one of the things that, you know, one of the things you can do um, when you get one of these news reports in your Facebook feed or wherever feed you're looking at, and it has some little. Um, some little, uh, you know, uh, website at the bottom, whatever it is. Um, and I won't use any of the names on here because I know which ones I've researched and looked at and realized are real. And some of the ones that I used to think were real or not. And I don't know who created these ones, whether they were created by, you know, the, by the, uh, the cabal to create its own problem. So Probably that, a mix of that and other people actually. Yeah, I mean, people, you can go waters. out and create a website pretty quick. I could do it within an hour and be posting things that I think are true this that could are, be may troll, not be true. could be government trolls stage two. Sure. And stage I two. mean, that makes sense too. And, and, and so take a look at some of these pages that you're looking at. If, if they are a, um, a .co, question that. Because people don't really, people who have, regular websites don't use anything other than .org, .com, .net. I think .net's still around. Well, I think .co actually might be like a uh, kind of a bit.ly type of thing. Okay. Like where it's like a shortened URL. Okay. Sometimes. Well, sometimes. But sometimes it can be used to, to, to monitor web traffic and how many clicks and like click-through rates and stuff like that. Right. But um, Phil's not wrong. 
like that there are some you know websites that go with that those kind of and, uh, abbreviations that uh, should be questioned and and I've caught a lot of hell on my Facebook page for posting things erroneously and I and if I'm wrong I'll take it down and if I'm wrong I'll make an apology I don't have a problem with that you know I want I I have, you know we all have an agenda and the, and the agenda that I live with is trying to find the truth and trying to illuminate my friends and let them look at life through different I want them to walk away from the matrix I want them to walk away from the control system I want them to walk away from it and have the freedom that I've been able to have and as a result of doing that um, some of my friends actually have, or at least they're looking into it and they're making it more of a priority than it was before. And they're like, well, maybe what he's talking about isn't not, isn't, you know, foil hat wearing cuckoo. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, my friends have enough trust in me to know that I'm not, you know, sitting in some place like making stuff up. But getting back to what I'm talking about with this fake news, remember that it's coming from the, from the, from our own government. It's coming from, they don't want this information to come out. The more that they don't want this, I mean, we could be considered fake news. You know, they, they, they put Gaia TV on the list of companies that are considered fake news. I'm sorry, but you know, I've watched thousands of hours of Gaia TV, and I can tell you unequivocally that some of the shows on there, while they are out there, and they're way out there, some of them, there is a lot of truth in what they're talking about. Well, here's the biggest kicker is that the, the the companies listed on that were supposedly Russian propaganda fake news. Right. And it's just ridiculous to say that Gaia is affiliated with any Russian agency. They're not. Or or InfoWars for even that matter. Right. They were on there as well. InfoWars is from Texas. That's where yeah, yeah. that's where that's where Screaming Man comes from. Yeah. So you know, well, regardless of whether some of the stuff Alex Jones posts is 100% on point or not is a completely other subject, but it uh, we got to remember that they're trying to not do the internet kill switch because the, the internet is a big way of how they disinform people on yes. a daily basis and also create division amongst everyone. Right. And, and that's what Facebook does is like everyone gets divided on it, right. even when people are trying to spread truth. And like they're trying to make it so that at a certain point, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, all these uh, regular news sites are going to be the only news to where free speech is completely censored. That's definitely the end game, and yeah. it's not going to be that hard for them to do that if nope. they really wanted to. And they won't kill the internet per se because the reason why is because there's trillions of dollars of trafficking of goods and services on the internet. Mm -hmm. It would be it would be an absolute like. L like extinction level event if they if they did that, <laughs> so that's not going to happen. So your you know your Amazon account is going to be safe, but the reality is is that a lot of these small independent news sources like we are um, will be heavily censored or shut down because we don't fall within the category of what they they want us mainstream news mainstream or lamestream media. Even Donald Trump came out and said that CNN is fake news. Yeah. And I think that's pretty epic if you think about yeah. it. And I mean, and when you think about this too, Gaia TV has more um, viewership than CNN. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about that. That's And that's the truth. They so does InfoWars, I think. Yeah, I think they do. And, you know, in a couple of months, we will too. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, because... People are dying to find out what's going on. They're so confused. I was. I am. 
I still I I won't watch mainstream media anymore because I know where it's coming from. I know what the the state agenda is is to keep everybody off off base. It's always you know I I was I was in a Chinese restaurant on my I was driving around I was in a Chinese restaurant and they had the uh, the evening uh, the evening news on here in Los Angeles and for 30 minutes I watched one story after another of somebody got kidnapped somebody got beat up somebody got killed somebody got stabbed somebody got and it was on and endless and on and on and on there wasn't one positive story in the entire 20 30 minute broadcast I watched Except for the cat being saved out of the tree. Yeah, there's always that damn cat. And that's it's always the same cat. And the, oh, here's Mrs. O'Shaughnessy. And, oh, look at her. It's a cat. You the know, cat was CGI'd. Yeah, the, yeah, the cat wasn't. <laughs> um, or there's a cow that's loose on the freeway or whatever. You know, They throw that in there to make people feel like they don't want to jump out a window after they watch the news. But I felt ill after I was done. I had to like really like go, wow, that's our local news. Well, they can all be harvested. Yeah. And it was like, I... So I don't watch those things anymore. So I get most of my news sources from alternative media. And from, you know, frankly, from... I get it from a lot of it from Facebook. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily reliable, but I'll read the article and see if there's anything there. I think this is something that I I know I should do more. But we're not saying don't listen to mainstream news at all because if you do watch it, Question: Why do they want me to think this? Right. I think that's a very good way of trying to do your own research and how to reverse engineer the bigger agenda. Um, you could even get away with it through just like if you're at the gym, you know, they always have the news on there, like watch the headlines, you know. Yeah. Even though it makes it me sick after five, ten minutes. I right. feel just like so spiritually sick. But sometimes you can see what they're wanting you to feed into and you can kind of have a better... Uh, judgment and discernment for what's really going on but I think we could probably rant about this for a long time oh, absolutely something I kind of wanted to get back to the beginning while it's on my mind is um, Pizzagate real quick just to kind of close up that uh, conversation um, one of the major why this is important to the bigger scheme of things what we've been talking about is that Sexual abuse is one of the major precursors for uh, monarch mind control and trauma-based mind control. Right. It's necessary for it to fracture the mind. And uh, this is something that, you know, we didn't... I, I wanted to talk about it earlier and we never really got into it. But um, keep in mind, these families and a lot of... From what it looks like, some of these bigger music artists seem to have be brought into this world at a young age, even just like what Max Spears was talking about with the uh, raising the Kundalini energy at that young age and taking that, it's like a sex magic ritual basically at the sickest level of proportion. But part of doing this, um, the trauma-based mind control is like, (sighs) it's just so, vile it's just so like it's the the worst type of energy that could be harvested and Miley Cyrus has actually posted a lot of things in social media about pizza and her obsession with pizza and her pizza um, comforter that she has and her just a bunch of strange things with pizza and um, 
in ways where it's like almost over the top in a weird way. Now we know that that is code and putting out to all the young children being cool with pizza and, uh, you know, getting lured into these pedophile rings in whatever way, shape, or form. But we know images can uh, cause triggers with mind control. Yeah. And it's been going on for a long time. Auditory triggers, things like this. And then Miley's cool. I want to be like Miley. However, that is, you know, done in that mind control type of way to lure children into that sex cult trap. I'm not entirely sure of, but I think, you know, if we keep our ears open, we're going to figure out more about it. Another interesting pizza imagery that I found recently that I haven't heard anybody talk about is in the ads for the new Fuller House on Netflix. One of the main uh, actors on it is wearing a pizza sweater. Right there. Every time I turn on Netflix, if you guys, which I'm sure most of everyone listening has Netflix, you'll see the ad for Fuller House. And the main actress is wearing that pizza sweater in both the, the two different advertisements for it. It's right yeah. there out in front of you subconsciously, right out there in, in plain view, you know? And of course they're going to try to tell you that it didn't happen because why would they, why, you know, it's much easier for you to believe that it's not true than it is true. Because if you believe that it is true, then you have to re- reassess what your belief system is. Correct. You have to look at somebody who you may have admired, possibly voted for. And I'm not saying necessarily that Miley Cyrus is involved. Right. She may have been a victim. She may just really like pizza. I don't know 100%. And I don't 100% think that a lot of these uh, celebrities are involved in these agendas on a first-hand level. I really don't think they are. And I think a lot of people on the internet try to push that they're involved with that. They're involved in Luciferianism and all this stuff. And it's like, there really is no... In some cases, maybe, like Jay-Z, you know, but the, most people, there's not really, like, a good evidence to suggest that they're involved in it. But the people handling them, the people, the investors that are involved at these extremely high levels backing these celebrities are the ones who I think are the power holders and why they have celebrities do certain things that may be out of the norm, that may have some type of ritualistic factor or putting imagery out that are triggers on purpose. I agree with you. And also, you know... What people always believe is that, you know, somebody like a Jay-Z or a Beyonce or whoever, Madonna, anybody, that they're autonomous. And they're not. They're beholden to a group of people who have invested billions of dollars, maybe even in their career, who are, who are, are gaining, you know, wealth off of them. Um, record company, high up execs and people like that that are just they're nameless faceless people that you would never notice that you would that you just walk by in the street that actually hold the keys to these people's careers and you know that's power that's energy and if that energy is being derived from a negative source through um, child rape and child abuse and child killing and feeding off of them, and I've even heard that sometimes they're eaten. I, I just like oh, 100%. It, it had to. When I read that the first time, my stomach turned almost threw up because it's just it's beyond anything that I can comprehend. But remember, it's part the of people that do them. this do not care what you think, mm. and they firmly believe that what they're doing is real. Is right. 
and okay. Absolutely. So that justifies all of his behavior. If the they have a, wealth behavior. Right. And that's the thing is that we don't believe, we have a hard time believing it because we couldn't imagine doing that, especially if you have young children. You look at them and you're like, oh my God, if somebody harmed my child like that, I'd kill them. But these people do not have any kind of remorse about what they're doing. They're engaging in a business transaction to create energy. It's, it's a ritual, sex yeah. magic, terrifying thing. And the kids, if they do survive, I can only imagine the kind of messed up, traumatized, just husk of a human being that is being foisted out into the world and now expected to survive somehow. They look at this as the same, like, like let's say a sex magic ritual. It's the same way of attaining energy in their minds as we might, you know, have to go out into the wild, kill an animal, and then cook and eat the animal to survive, to eat and be nourished. They're, to us, that's, you know, a normal thing that human beings do to survive. But to them, that's what they do to harness that energy. Right. And something else to get back to the major, major artists is, is um, these people's lives are managed at such a high level with such a big team that it's, uh, it doesn't work the way everyone thinks it does. I mean, like Katy Perry, for example. The, these type of artists have literally 24 different songwriters on one song with multiple producers just to write one thing. And everyone thinks that she maybe writes all the lyrics or writes all the songs. We're like, all she has to do is show up, record, learn the song. She gets a little bit of input. But at that high of a level, you don't think that there's some occultists in there that are going to want to come in and write some of these lyrics so that they fit a certain agenda and write songs in a way that resonate uh, vibrationally on a negative spiritual level with some of the chords and some of the keys that these songs can be written in because don't forget everything is vibration and I do and this is something that not a lot of people talk about but being a musician and being a recording artist and being a music producer I know that these things can be done and I uh, you know I don't ever want to be involved in doing anything like that in music and I'm very aware of keeping my eyes out to see if people are doing these things because I don't want to be associated with it but these music artists are the perfect scapegoats to the powers that be hmm? Because yeah. everything can be blamed on them. In the public, in the conspiracy field, our people blame them doing the job that the elites want us to do anyway. And, you know, and, and that's the other thing, too. Is, and, this, and this one goes out to the alternative com community. Um, we need to pull it together. Mm. Uh, it's gotten out of control. We're, we're, we're fracturing, and we're doing it, and we're, it's being done by design. And it's being done so that, you know, we will turn on each other. And, you know, and, and well, your research is wrong and your, your thing is wrong. It's all right. We're all creating a different idea of what our planet actually was. You know, we've been told one thing, but now they've got, we have researchers all over the world right now that are looking into different things. Um, one of the things that has come out in the last month or so um, there's an article, and I'll see if I can find it. I'll post it on our website. I think I may actually have already, but I'll post it there anyway. Um, there is, down in Antarctica, they have found, according to Corey Good and David Wilcock, they have found a 
frozen city in the ice that was complete with animals and beings and technology technology that that apparently is the remnants of Atlantis the remnants of Atlantis Atlantis apparently there was a cataclysm on this planet that has not been talked about or maybe it was misunderstood in which the continent of it of South America or of of, um, of Antarctica wasn't where it is today and it was actually a green lush beautiful populated um, continent with may, many many cities and 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 high technology pre-pole shift pre-pole shift during that pole shift or afterwards it shifted to where it is today everything was flash frozen so they found these these the city virtually untouched and and the beings and the and the, you know they found mammoths and all sorts of um, Pleiocene era animals that have been extinct for millions for a million years at least one million years and there they are and I have not seen it so I have not I cannot say with absolute certainty that it is there I trust the source that it's coming from so I'm you know hoping that I can and apparently a lot of our you know, major uh, political figures have been traveling to Af- to um, Antarctica. John Kerry. John Kerry. And Barack also Obama was down there at one he? point. Yeah, he went down there in 2009. Buzz apparently. Aldrin tweeted something while he was there. He tweeted, it's absolutely pure evil. That's what he tweeted. I don't know what that means. Um, was, that, was that it? Yeah, something like that. I'll have to look up the exact. He said we're all in danger, and he sent a picture of some kind of pyramid underneath the ice, I believe. Right. There's pyramids underneath the ice. There is, um, you know, and we're only going to, and the only way that you're going to find out about this is to go to, you know, um, the websites of these these people who are researching this. Disclaimer, though, this revelation is possibly going to be revealed to the public in the very near future as a way of pushing the partial disclosure timeline right i think this is very important to talk about if this gets revealed soon it one it would completely knock down the pizzagate um everything going on with that and further looking into the wikileaks uh emails right clinton emails right and that would completely derail that whole thing Yes, it would be very cool to have this discovery. I agree. It would be an incredibly... It's either way, if that happened, that's like still kind of a win for us, you know? Yeah. Um, it would open a lot more doors of thought, and it could possibly completely backfire in the elite of this. But when we say the partial disclosure timeline, the elites are backed up into a corner right now because with the earth changes and and consciousness shifting going on right now there is this window period that is slowly closing for them where they're not going to be allowed to continue to do the negative acts that they've been putting on humanity for thousands of years Um, mainly the draco and then their human cohorts cohorts right cohort and uh long story short they're being forced into a corner to where they are not going to be allowed to continue Lie, they have to come clean about the alien presence. And they're deciding to go with this past. It's basically like an Illuminati Disneyland down there. Right. They have, and, and, and cele- like the political celebrities of our day are going down there and, and checking it all out, all the cool stuff that's there right now. However, according to what 
the insiders are saying they're going to take a lot of the stuff out so that it fits a partial disclosure timeline where we will be um, shown a humanoid type of pre probably like a prehistory human they're calling them uh, pre-adamites pre-adamite civilization that is basically human yeah and the beings that are you know and there are a lot of beings out there that are virtually indistinguishable from us the fact that they might be taller their skin might be a different shade of white they might be very thin there's the tall whites that are apparently very tall white hair uh blue eyes they look very nordic um they could trot these people out and say, here they are, um, you know, here's the aliens that you've been hearing about, and that's the end of the story. That isn't the end of the story. That's only the beginning of the end of the story. The, the end of the story is, is that, according to the to whistleblowers that, that Brian and I both listened to, um, there's a secret, secret space program that is vast in its, its um, scope. It there are you know many different factors. You can look it up and find out more about it. It's too complicated to go into here. Um, it would take you know hours to do that. But basically, what we're talking about here is an intergalactic force of um, ships that are not only our own but also extraterrestrial. We there's a um, there's a um, sort of a intergalactic commerce guild, I guess you could call them. Um, and according to what we've been told, they're trading with over 900 different races. 900. The partial disclosure timeline will probably suggest that there's maybe maybe upwards of 10. I think the number is about seven. Is it seven? Even seven to yeah, three, seven. maybe three. Yeah. They're going to try and downplay this so much if this happens, and basically there's... The alliance that we were talking about, who's broken off from the Illuminati faction, is um, being helped by this, uh, the blue avian beings, among some others, that are coming in to stop what they're doing, basically. Their right. time's running out. And uh, there's apparently ag uh, agreements and uh, maybe even new treaties going on, but they basically got to start coming clean. That's part of the deal. Yeah. And I think it's very going to be very interesting to see what happens in the next upcoming uh, months and year. Months and year. I'm not saying years. Uh, notice right. that. And something interesting, if you're wondering why, why would you believe any of this is actually happening. We're not saying it's going to happen. We're saying a lot of signs are pointing to this. And another good thing to point out, too, is well, like if this wasn't happening, I mean, look at this recent WikiLeaks thing with the Pizzagate thing. That was huge. That was huge. Yeah. Um, I forget what website it was, but Pizzagate was the number one uh, looked up term. Uh, I think it was last month or the two months ago. Um, uh, typed into the search engines, you know? Right. And uh, that's a big deal. People are wanting to look into this. And I think that that was a, uh, a cyber hack by the Alliance, basically. Yeah. And uh, basically, they're trying to, you know, go back and forth with each other. Like, you do the cyber attack boom we come back with fake news right and we're gonna see more of that like yeah. i've never seen anything this heated ever right. in my entire life i mean these, these little games going on it's it's uh it's really really easy to get real. engaged in it all and i and i'll be fully i'll be the first person to fully admit that i have 
and I can tell you that it's absolutely um, crazy making to try to engage in all of this. Mm. So that's part of going back in, inward and realizing that, you know, the way that we get this moving is that we go inward and we start to look at how are we acting within our own lives? How are we dealing with the people around us? How do we treat waiters? How do we treat, you know, neighbors? How do we treat people that we're driving next to on the freeway? Who, what are we, who are we? What are we? How are we coming closer as a human race right now? Yeah. What are we doing towards togetherness rather than division, uh, being in division? That's where the power lies with, you know, with the defeat of this, of this dark agenda of this, of this darkness. And it looks like, you know, it, it looks like, um, uh, Trump is not part of this, which is part of the reason why he's getting so much flack right now. Um, yes, he's inexperienced, but nobody really knows what the job of a president is until they've done it. Because every president we, has we, a different experience. We have this illusion that it's, this is what it looks like because most of our presidents have been completely scripted. Right. We're so used to seeing things the way know, they want it to play out. Yeah. I've seen video of, of, of Barack Obama talking and having his um, his teleprompters go out, and it's like it's like you can see the, you can see the shut off, like uh, uh, you can see almost terror in his eyes because he knows he doesn't know what he's talking about. Until politicians are basic in front of cameras are basically actors. Yeah, that's all they are, and crisis actors. Crisis actors, and it's like you know nobody's gonna. You know, I keep saying this, and I will say this every show. I think I have actually. Superman ain't coming. We have to save ourselves, and we have to do this ourselves. And the way we do this ourselves is we start to to work as a team. All of you listening to this podcast, tell your friends that we're out here. Tell our tell your friends that that you know there are people out there that are trying to make a difference, that are trying to talk about this on an engage in conversation, engage in in meaningful conversation, not trolling and and yelling and, not fear. and name calling not and no in a fear, fear way either that, that's you know people, everybody has cognitive dissonance it's a natural part of how our brains work like you cannot approach someone with fear and expect them to walk away and like still be your friend right i've done that for many years and i can tell you firsthand it does not work no there's a better way to do this an attraction rather than promotion type of way and i would also say um you know, ask it with the question, like, what do you think of all this? What do you think of, uh, you know, this Pizzagate thing? Oh, you haven't heard about this. Well, let me show you a couple articles towards this. Yeah. Instead of being like, hey, you don't know about Pizzagate? Let me tell you how horrifying it all is, you know? Yeah. Let them do their own discernment and research. Right. Pro- propose the question in a calm, cool, collected way. And uh, everyone likes to make up their own mind, you know? It's part of that pride ego thing of, like, I'm going to view the world the way I'm going to view it in because I have... Um, my own conscious thought and that's my thought right and it's true you gotta you gotta speak to that but at the end of the day we have to ask ourselves what this whole thing comes down to is are we in service to self or are we in service to others right and that's the that's the real question of the law of one um being of service to yourself um or service to self is um you know is the key, you know, being of service to our, to to others is our is our key. It this is how we transcend. Being of service to yourself is not going to solve the problem. It's just going to create more chaos. 
So that's really the way, you know, service to sell, service to others, service to others, service to others. Can't say that enough. Mm. I think that's a great note to wrap up the show on, Phil. I agree. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this episode. If you like this episode, you know, be sure to leave us a comment on Facebook, on Instagram. You know, follow us on um, our YouTube channel. Tell which your is, friends. Tell your friends. Our YouTube channel is Humanity Awaken Radio. You can also find us in the iTunes store as well. And, uh, yeah, with that, we will see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everybody. <laughs>